Hello listeners, today we're going to be talking about Harold Kotz Vela. He's a German guy who says he knows everything you need to know about Mordelons. First time I ever encountered Mr. Vela was on a YouTube video, and it's called Harold Kotz Vela on Black Goo. And it says, context references. Harold Kotzvela is co-author of the book Dangerous Imagination, Silent Assimilation with Cara St. Louis. Reading this off the YouTube video, guys, here. says, Cara is basis 45. What the fuck does that mean? I'm already skeptical. Shortly after landing from Frankfurt the previous afternoon, Harold recorded a three-hour basis 46. Okay. This highly detailed and technical presentation relates to this interview. He returned to Germany a few hours after presenting this Woodboro Special Bases microconference, June 2015. He also discusses artificial intelligence AI at the Basis International Conference, August 2015. No clue what that means. Um, he states he has a bloodline connection with Sarah R. Adams. This is someone who claims to be living a multi-dimensional existence, has had past lives. Letting you know, he discussed the issue with Miles Johnston that Sarah is, quote, fronting an artificial intelligence that talks through her. She agrees. This is an AI created by our ancestors who were absorbed into that system. Max Spears stated that an AI is sweeping the galaxy and absorbing all life on all planets it reaches. We face a similar prospect as we now create an AI. So there's an ancient AI sweeping the cosmos we gotta look out for, or we gotta look out for the AI that we're just now starting to learn how to make. Really technical and detailed and specific? I don't know about that. And what possible evidentiary basis could you be referring to to suggest that our ancestors had more advanced technology than we ourselves today have? Like the Neanderthals were painting on the walls caves, y'all. They didn't have AI software generating cave paintings on the wall, I don't think. But these are metaphysical, philosophical matters and um, therefore cannot be uh, scrutinized using ration. Oh wait, no, yeah they can. Um, this all sounds like a fringe fictional piece of grandiose folly. Let's just Let's just hop on the crazy train and see what kind of stops we're going to make. All aboard! Coming from Germany? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And um, I did science half of my life, and I worked as a journalist the other half of uh, my life, writing articles, books, uh, for about one and a half years in film business. So I, I saw a little bit of the world and many, many different topics. So I'm a little bit trained in uh, interconnecting and uh, understanding more, more complicated fields of research. This is maybe my, my core quality. And uh, I started to deal with environmental monitoring when I 
was in Norway. Actually, I was working in Norway in the field of electrosensitivity for a company uh, supplying measuring material, material like this one, and fielding materials, and giving courses for people to understand what is happening if somebody becomes electrosensitive. What on earth could you possibly mean by this wonderfully imprecise term, electrosensitive? Kind of was was asked to look at chemical all right well this is the self-reported bio intro of harold Kotzvela at this particular conference so he says hey i've seen a little bit of the world i wrote some scripts for the movie business for a year and a half and i worked at a company in norway doing chemical analysis and then he puts up a slide of something that says chemtrails and I'm like okay well that's where this is going <laughs> however that's not where this is going it's going much much further I would like to develop a number of things that I came through by researching things um, starting from the topic black goo go on um, if, if you stumble into this topic for the first time, for, for most of the people it is something, something weird, something strange, something that is not um, important within the daily life. Once you... Um, things we are doing on daily life basis is driven, changed, ruled, by this substance and this topic. So once you manage to understand what black goo is and what it does on this planet, it gives you a completely different understanding of um, the question, what rules our life? What turned our planet into the place it is now? And uh, with this understanding of the planet and our history that I'm will try to develop you also come to complete different conclusions what steps could be taken next to change this world into a better world i'm going to do this, this a little bit from um, let's say the story how i came to deal with the substance and with the topic so that you can just pick it up as a story and this is something that, that occurred in my life a number of times that actually topics popped up. Pick it up as a story. And I have to give this guy credit. He tells a mean story. He has almost a hypnotic cadence to his elocution. He is a circumambulating through this tantalizing semi-true tall tale. Remember, he introduced himself by saying that he used to write for the movies. And then add the factor in that, as I've said before on this show, nature abhors a vacuum. And the only thing that abhors it more is you and I, people. Well, in our case, post-human people, according to Mr. Harold Kotzbella. Um, should we hear a little more of this intriguing tale? The substance that was sold on the Southern American black market because it was meant to have the ability to host intelligence, like a liquid brain being able to um, build 
nanobots with swarm intelligence and all, all kind of weird things. So this was a very wanted substance and the Br British people wanted to have this substance for themselves. So they reconquered the islands, brought the substance to Great Britain and then tried to utilize it as let's say a substance to host artificial intelligence to create uh, nanobots with swarm intelligence. This was their intention, but it completely went wrong according to this documentary. And basically the, the substance of the oil already was intelligent and it was inhabited by a very loving being calling herself Mother Earth and she refused to be abused for military purposes. And while trying to still work with this sentient oil... To get that sentient oil. The mindset of the people working with it was messed up. So basically, uh, the documentary said that half of the people working in these military labs went nuts and committed suicide in very cruel and funny ways. And the other half kind of saved their own lives by um, finding to uh, affirmation saying, please connect me to the one source, which gave them access to the collective consciousness of the planet. Being So let's just take a moment and pause right here. Are you sure it was a documentary, Harold? Because it sounds like, well, just what's the name of this documentary? Because I'd like to see it myself. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. I don't know that that is really what Harold's trying to get at because he does in fact say to take this as a story. Of course, he also says, I've done science for half my life and journalism for half my life, which is very interesting. The guy looks like he's in his 30s, so from 15 to, I don't know, I'm just, I'm confused about the math, but you know what? I just don't know his credentials. He doesn't put them out there. So to me, that sort of speaks for itself. But then again, let's not trust the credentials too much because they seem to be kind of fucking worthless a lot of the time. Anyway, moving on, just exploring all sides of the issue. Harold strikes me an example of a self-styled prophet and he does not seem to be a for-profit prophet that I know of, I don't know, um, but interesting theories. Collective consciousness of the planet. Being one with all plants, being one with all animals, being one with all, hum all humans, being able to communicate with every living being on telepathic level. And of course, after having reached this state, there was no sense in developing weapons to control or to go to war anymore. So they had to shut down the labs where they tried to utilize this substance. And that was basically the end of the story told in this documentary. This is like, you, you look at a story, it did not relate to my life back then. I was not further interested in the topic, so I just kind of stored it in the back of my head as something that came across my path. And back at that time, I actually was researching other things. I was researching the Morgellons disease which is a transhumanistic technology developed by the elites to mind control basically every single human 
that is infected with this little fungi fibers or mycelium. And um, I was suspecting the Morgellon um, entity being part of German World War II bioweapon research. So I got in contact with people who not did the, the official history bit that is taught about World War II, but that did research underground facilities of World War II times that went into the mines, into the bunkers, and had one-to-one -one contact with the equipment and the content of these facilities. And I met some of these people just to ask them whether they came across Morgellon research in World War II. And uh, sad enough, they did not. I never got answers to those questions I had. But on one of these meetings, one of these guys doing this research just went to his car and came back with a box. And um, what he brought back was this. And he said, this is some oil schist he recovered from underground facilities. There was about a ton of this. And he found it to be an interesting mineral. He didn't know what it is. And he said, actually, we, we managed to follow instructions we found to extract the oil from this oil schist. And it behaves funny. So what he kind of found with crystal, it is very fluent, is an oil itself organizes. And it's forming kind of the shape of an insect. Oh, here we go. An oil that is symmetrical, and um, something that happened on that first meeting. This is kind of the, the second meeting. He had only one of these glasses. With the first meeting, he had two of these plastic containers with two eyes of this kind. Okay, just a and second. He, he demonstrated how if you put the two eyes in a distance of four to five meter, they started to react on each other, which went like like the two eyes looking at each other first, then realizing, okay, there's something of my sort, and I want to unify to one bigger entity. And they started to pull, trying to, to get closer to each other, which did, did not work because they were caught in these containers. So the moment they realized they cannot come closer, they started to fight to try to get out of the pot by shaking and jumping inside the pots. So th this had something of uh, an intelligent being in a liquid form trying to get what it wants to get. Um, okay. Sorry for the mess with the computers. Ah oh, yes, the mess with the computers. <laughs> I have so much more to say about that and everything that we just heard. There's a lot to unpack there. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech.
All right, we're not done yet, but we are running out of time. We're going to need a whole other episode to finish talking about the uh, really interesting theories presented by Mr. Harold Kotzvela. Um Also, check out the YouTube channel for more Morgulons, guys, if you haven't already. It's just full of interesting tidbits. Um, also, I do, uh, Tom, 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 Tom and I recently did a Morgulon's ink stain test. This is a great test if, um, you don't need any validity or reliability in your test. It's kind of like a COVID test. Here's a little outtake from the video. We are now doing the Morgulon's finger puppet show. No, we are doing the Morgulon's, what's it called? Ink test. Marker test. I think I know it's You can do this for skates. You can do this for morgs. We don't know. I look like I've been fingering a smurf, but... Did you come and marker me? Uh-huh. You have to come to my show in order to... Yes, you have to come to my show. It's the YouTube More Morgulons channel. It's the best out there. Y'all are the best out there. Thank you so much for listening and possibly watching. Stay tuned. Hang in there.